you know, in fact, I actually, actually, um, oh, oh, you have something. You know, sorry for interrupting, but I would like to make a no, factual. Uh, please interrupt. I would like to make we a factual. Be more than normal in our conversation. A factual statement. Let's hear. This no, in fact, it is here. a factual correction to an error that was made by none, none other than Justin, the resident geography expert, on the previous episode. Okay, so you're referring now to Podside in episode one. Yeah, to Podside in episode one. Right. <laughs> so, so, so Justin's talking about this one film called In Bruges, and you know. It's really, it's not terribly exciting. There's kind of a scene where... It's, <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a riveting part of the podcast. Right? Oh, no, well, that and the film. And so wait, just, wait, come on, people, get on with it, get on with right, it. Right, so Justin sort of idea. states that Bruges is, 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 a, is a town in France, when in fact it is in Belgium. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, we don't, we don't want our listeners to be misinformed, so... What are you, Poirot? It's, it doesn't wait, matter. It's all... Can we like, back up? That's what we're starting this podcast out with? Absolutely. Uh, the difference between some shitty town in France and some shittier town in Belgium? Explain to us the difference, like in terms of arts and, and food, and what's, what does it really matter? Like Belgian pancakes versus French pancakes. What are Belgian pancakes? Dude, let me tell you, Belgian pancakes are the shit. Are you talking about Belgian waffles? Oh, oh that, dude, touche, that's touche. right. All right, Belgian waffles. What's the difference between a Belgian waffle and like a Swahili waffle? One will give you AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what, what distinguishes their waffle? <laughs> Adam, you're the one who brought this up. You have to explain this to us. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm, I don't really know much about Swahili waffles. I just do know that Bruges is in Belgium and not France. There might not might even be. be such a thing as Swahili waffles. You have no idea what Swahili cuisine is even like. They eat goat stew, like all the uncivilized people of Africa. Fuck yeah, goat Adam, stew. Adam, you should know that. You're half uncivilized African. Goat stew. half uncivilized European. I could rock that goat stew. Yeah. Would I fit in in in, in Swahili? <laughs> in Swahili? You would. What's you the would nation? Fit right in. <laughs> I think you would probably show up, and they would probably think you're some kind of uh, you know God-made incarnate. What with your translucent skin and whatnot. No one would ever mistake me for a conquistador. I don't think I have to worry about that. <laughs> Wrong hemisphere. <laughs> Why am I, am I? What am I bringing them diseases? Wait, conquistadors went to Africa too. No, no, they, they didn't. They didn't conquist. False. What are they called? They did not conquist. Africa. What did they, in what Africa, do... they were called slave traders. No, what were they really? Did they have a like a fancy sounding name like a conquistador? They were Spanish, you know, guys. So why were they not conquistadors? I don't think the Spanish really made it to Africa. Who was Which Magellan? What was Magellan? What was he? Was he Belgian? Dude, all Magellan did was round the corner. Anybody can round the corner. I have a. I, can round the corner. He's the first one that went all the way around, right? Well, the first European, anyways. Okay, who was the first dude altogether? Well, I have no idea. Well then, how, well, then what do you, what, how, how do you know that he wasn't the first dude altogether? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying at least he was the first European. Um, but, he, <laughs> but he didn't, like, conquer anything in Africa. He just, like, saw Africa, right? This podcast is going to be filled with, like, footnotes by Adam <laughs> about the, the factual errors that we keep making. Absolutely. Um, right, but, he, you know, he didn't, he didn't, like, set up any kind of colony in, in Africa or anything like that. He didn't? No, I don't think so. Can so I make a, a suggestion? To, to be a conquistador. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> to be a conquistador. Uh, my suggestion is this is some boring ass shit and you some boring ass people and let's move on to a oh. less boring ass topic. Okay, take us away. No. Yeah, great, um, great one. Put on the spot, Hunter. I like, I like. Okay, I have, I have, I have, a, I have a proposal. Propose, sir. We can, Propose. we can make fun of the English. Fuck yes. The first thing that I actually would start with is that recently I... Um, had a bit of a part-time job sort of proctoring exams for undergrads. Um, Excuse me, proctoring? Is that what you said, proctoring? Well, I mean, I think that's what we would say here, but what I'm, what I'm getting at is that in England, they don't use this term like, you know, giving exams or monitoring exams or whatever. I mean, what you do is kind of sit in the room and like, you know, make sure they don't cheat, basically. You know, they don't, they don't say proctoring or monitoring or anything, anything like that. The term that they use is invigilating. Oh, invigilating. I don't know what that word means. And they probably spell it with like three U's in there too. I'm gonna look that up right now. How do you spell it? Um, I suppose it's just I, add a U next to every vowel. But the thing is, invigilate sounds like sort of a very active word, right? Like you invigilate something, yep. right? I think so. Yeah, and it also has sort of a prefix in anyhow. So. It just the, the the thing is it's it's very very passive activity. In fact, you kind of sit there and you're bored for two or three hours. Well, I like to think of vigil as oh. something that is re- a relatively passive activity. Well, yep. you know, you know, I get that it's not a passive verb, but when one keeps a vigil, 
Have you kept a vigil lately? Dude, I keep a vigil all the time. Okay. All the time. Yeah, Hunter has and a bunch of dead stand... homies that he's lighting candles for over there. No, no, I just stand in front of the mirror and keep a vigil over myself. <laughs> Make sure I That's got coffee. my own back. Because you can't rely on anybody else in this world. So you got to get your own back. Yeah, thanks for the you lesson, keep... Tupac. You, you stand over yourself and, and look at yourself? Like, what do you look, do? All I have to say is, what the fuck is up, Coachella? Or whatever you call that fucking uh, what are you music saying? Festival. What the fuck? You didn't you didn't see the video with hologram Tupac? No, I'm out of the loop on all that stuff. I thought he was always a hologram. Is that news? I thought he, I thought we already knew he was a hologram. Tupac is back. Didn't somebody kill his hologram? Uh, yeah, like shoot it. You know, Biggie Smalls or somebody. But Snoop Dogg and somebody else are touring. Snoop, like, yeah, actually selling tickets for a concert series with him and. Uh, Tupac's hologram. That's who you're going to see, Snoop Dogg and Tupac's hologram. On the, projected on the stage, you're going to see a hologram of just Tupac. What is he doing? What, do they do they have like no stock see, footage of Tupac dancing and surfing and stuff? What does he do? Dude, I don't know. This is some crazy weird sci-fi shit. That's fucked but up. But they actually yeah. alter his voice, so he's like, you know, giving contemporary greetings and lyrics that make sense in the context of the venue. <laughs> What's up, Obama 2012? What's up? Like, what is he saying? It, it, no, exactly shit like that. He's saying, like, what's up to the concert that he's at? Well, that's a bit no. That's a bit odd. You know, I think Tupac should stay dead. I think dead people should stay dead. Just in general, Tupac. categorically. And yeah. That's probably a good thing. Which, hold on, let's take this on a tangent. What the fuck is up with all this vampire zombie shit? Can Dude, I've been seeing that. Actually yeah, make money off of things like the zombie survival guide. Oh, it's been around for a while. That, that, that is an income stream for people. That is someone's profession, right there. Twenty twelve, dude. Everyone's concerned. What's going to happen in December? We don't know. You don't know. No, don't tell me you. I'm know. just saying that people spend their money on the most fucked up things. Exhibit B. There is a popsicle store up the street from me. <laughs> this is a store in a city with some of the most expensive real estate in the country that is exclusively dedicated to selling popsicles. You got the red, you got the blue, you got the cream filled. <laughs> no, they have like 27,000 flavors. I'm sure there's like toasted shit and boogers. You know, I'm, I'm sure that store is well appreciated in that hot country. Yep, no, no, sunny. no, man. I'm not talking about Pakistan. I'm talking about D.C. Oh, right. They don't have the uh, the popsicle in sunny Pakistan. Shit, they don't even know what sugar is here. No, I'm just kidding. This is a very nice country. In case yeah. any Pakistanis are listening to me, your country's beautiful. Your people are beautiful. You know, you this zombie stuff, I've been seeing this, though. CNN compiled a list of, like, zombie-related news. Did you guys see this? You say you say the zombies have gotten all that's bullshit. It's happening, though. They have this article that mentions all these... Weird, disgusting news stories where people are eating each other. They have. Uh, let me oh see right, here. there's they that have... one guy who kind of like did, you know attacked that homeless person, and then the, his mother comes out and she goes, "My son was no zombie." Yeah, he chews off his face right. for 18 minutes. That's what this thing says. Right, and that's kind of fucked up. And then you know, and then his mother kind of fucked up. <laughs> Seriously, how do you say it's a little bit of. fucked up? Well, you know, I, I don't go around and chew off everybody's face. You can do a little bit of that. <laughs> right, just not everyone. Not all the time. You know, but he was like a good kid, right? Like he got his mother a Mother's Day card. This is what they're saying. You know, and like... I'm and sure he ate her fucking face. Like what... This is CNN not knowing jack shit about news and reporting. CNN has these other examples. Uh, authorities in Canada have launched a massive manhunt for a suspect after a severed hand was sent to Canada's Liberal Party. A foot to the conservatives, and a torso was stuffed in a suitcase and tossed in the trash of the Montreal apartment building where he lived. What the fuck, man? That's not normal behavior. I wonder why he chose to send a hand to that particular political party. <laughs> now, can I ask you, gentlemen, yeah. is that more or less disturbing because of the fact that it occurred in Canada? Because, and I'm yeah, dismemberment makes a lot of sense. Because I've never been to Canada, and I don't even know that many Canadians, but yeah. I feel like they might be a repressed people. Maryland man admits to killing his housemate, cutting him up, and then eating his heart and part of his brain. This is Dude, all like in the all last... this stuff happened recently. Yeah, yeah this person, is all like that I person think shares recently. a last name with the noted serial killer of the past. Does he? Charles. Oh, oh, you said man, not Manson. Pardon. Maryland. Okay. Maryland man. Maryland Manson. 
<laughs> right. That, yeah, <laughs> he cut he cut some dude up and ate his heart and part of his brain. It was part of promoting his new record. Did you? Marilyn Manson has a new record. That's he's still a thing. I can't believe that. Well, there will be misguided fourteen-year-old boys forever. Yeah. A New Jersey man rips his torso open and throws bits of his intestines at police. <laughs> Is he still alive? I am curious. I, and what drugs was he on? Because I want some. It doesn't say. I'm not going to click through to the thing. I don't want to know more details about this stuff. I'm going to have to say methamphetamines or PCP. All is not right in the world. No. Dude, this is truth. And what are, what are we going to do about it? Got to buy that book, that zombie apocalypse book. Yeah, that survival book. No, man, you need to be prepared. And let me tell you how, to, how you get prepared. Recently, I went with our security manager. We drove an, over an hour into Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we go to this gun store. Do you know like a Bond movie where he like has his own personal arsenal and he's in this room and the walls are completely lined with like tactical shit that you just can't make up like machine guns and there's sure. like, a bazooka in the corner. That was this place. Okay. And everybody in there had a gun. Everybody. There were like 50 people and they all had pistols on on their belts. They had sidearms. Yeah, they were all armed, and I just kind of felt like if you were to move really quickly at someone, 25 people would shoot you. This is the type of place you need to go to get prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Hunker down in Texas, basically. Yeah, except this is in Virginia. Although, in the apocalypse, one would want to be in Texas. Why? Because Texas is the best place in the world. Mm, It's too hot. In the apocalypse, there's not going to be any AC anymore. And I'm just gonna have to sit around and perspire all day long. Why do I want that? I'm going north. I'm going to. I'm going. I'm hitting the Midwest if it's a zombie apocalypse. The world is ending, and you're gonna go to the most boring places in the country. To be fair, I kind of want to go to the Midwest, even if the world's not. <laughs> you know the the whole the whole utility of the zombie survival guide or whatever it is, sort of predicated on the assumption that you yourself are not gonna turn into a zombie and then you'll be able to use this guide. Zombies can read, though. Is that one of their? Can problems? they? Yeah. I didn't really think they had cognitive. Um, I mean, but are zombies going to? You know, you know if if zombies do read, I don't really think they're going to be reading how to survive sort of attacks by other zombies. Well, okay, so that's the thing. Is this zombie survival guide? Is it a guide that tells you how to survive if everyone else becomes a zombie, or, or, is it, is or how to or how to maintain yourself as a zombie? How to survive as Zom- a zombie? Zombie hygiene. You can't really wash when you're a zombie. No, because you're rotting. You know, Your but surely, surely, surely there are like standards of hygiene within zombie culture. Yeah, I mean, they. Can they, I just point out we're devolving into the types of conversations that we're criticizing? Which ones? Think about that, gentlemen. What conversations have we Think criticized? We've only criticized factually inaccurate conversations. Yeah, the only conversation that was criticized was my last podcast. My criticism, my, I, and this is a criticism. Oh, here we go. Is that this strain of. I had Strain, yeah, pun intended. Oh. Can you just shut up for a second? <laughs> there we go. This type, this genre, that was excellent pronunciation. Yeah, we're past the fromage. Crap that gets published is ridiculously worthless, and it here let's let's me. let's ratchet. Let's I ratchet am the intellectual that people purchase this stuff. All right, folks. So so let's ratchet the intellectual level of this pod um, second episode of Pod Zion up a bit, and I will folks. read to you some excerpts from. The, you know, I'm sure what Hunter would approve of as the very intellectual quarterly, Lapham's Quarterly, uh, uh, spring, spring 2012 edition. Um, you know, and here's some material we can discuss. There's a there is a citation in here from the Devil's Dictionary, which was written by Ambrose Bierce, right in the late 1800s. That sounds badass. I don't even know what it is. So he sort of just de- he he kind of just defines normal English words, right? For example. Telephone, noun, an invention of the devil which abrogates some of the advantages of making a disagreeable person keep his distance. (laughs) Oh, shit. I think he's got something there. If everybody didn't have telephones, would everybody be more agreeable? That's his argument. Well, I think what he's saying is that, you know, without telephones, you you can sort of be more safe from disagreeable people. You don't, they can't reach you as easily. Yeah, well, they can just it, but it might inspire them to just go find you and then be with you physically, which is worse, right? Well, you know, I suppose there are sort of measures that you can take to prevent them from doing so. 
Okay. Like what? Uh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what else does he tell us? Does he have other devil words? Oh, yeah, yeah, words? absolutely. Like, we have um, absurdity, noun, a statement or belief manifestly inconsistent with one's own opinion. Dude, you do not know how much in this world is absurd. <laughs> Let me just tell you, most of the shit I run into is absolutely fucking up. Hear ye, hear yeah. ye, Hunter. Uh, there are right opinions and there are wrong opinions. Yeah, I, I, I've been saying that for a decade. Absolutely. What's the most recent? What's the most recent wrong opinion you encountered? Someone told me that Chipotle was as good of Tex-Mex as they're getting. Does Chipotle even claim to be Tex-Mex? I don't think they're Tex-Mex. I think they're... The germane point of that statement is that, that person's <laughs> opinion is fucking absurd. Okay. What's your what's well, your go-to Tex-Mex, then? Can can we step aside real quick? Am I... We can't step aside. It's a podcast. We can't see each other. Profane words like fuck or fucking... Yeah. On, on Ponsidon. Talk about, talk about anything you want. That, like, weird growth that's on your gentle parts right now? You can tell us about it if you want. I am on mcsweeneys.net, and I have an article up entitled Mitt Romney Writes Erotic Fiction About Himself. Oh, dear. Well, <laughs> well we, why don't we hear some of it? Let's, let's just sample it. I'll read you the first paragraph. Okay. It was 7.30 p.m. on a Wednesday, and Mitt Romney, former governor of Massachusetts and presumptive Republican nominee for president, had made a decision. He was going to have sex with his wife and Romney. He was going to use his penis to do it. His real penis. And it was okay for him to do that because they were married and also because she was home. Just thinking of her... <laughs> just thinking of her was giving him a stir in his testicles. A stir? You just whip that up. Where's the whisk? Can I, can I get a stir in my testicles, please? He goes on to, you know, delayed gratification. Um, he worked himself up by boiling some chicken breasts and putting it, marinating it with mayonnaise and strawberry jelly. That got him good and hard. Oh. Where's his wife in the meantime? As he was watching... Having her chicken breasts boiled, didn't you hear? Chicken cook in the microwave. Or excuse me, no, he's boiling the chicken. He ejaculated a little bit in his pants. Okay. <laughs> um, he took her hand and they walked upstairs. Mitt was breathing heavily with anticipation. Yeah, He hoped he yeah. could hold on until they were naked. Oh, look, Anne said. The cat has a, has a piece of yarn stuck in his tail. Mitt Romney moaned in ecstasy. <laughs> he, he closed the bedroom door. They both took off their pants only. Mitt looked deep into Anne's eyes. I love you, Anne, he said to her. Thank you for your loyalty. You are a great mother. You're welcome, Anne said. Then he put it in her butt. Whoa! <laughs> Anne is the cat, or Anne is his wife? Anne is his wife. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. Although hey, I don't know what he's into. It would only be slightly weirder if Anne was the cat. <laughs> so this guy's into... So he's into food. He's like preparing food, and that gets him ready for the... For this I wonder what's special the, time. what is that called? Sexual arousal from food. I had a, I saw a thing about a president that really someone is selling someone is auctioning off a vial of Ronald Reagan's blood. How did they acquire this, said vial? Well, I, I'm not even sure. They say they they say they're uh, they were they're going to they canceled it, but they were going to auction uh, a vial containing dried blood residue said to be from Ronald Reagan after. Yeah, like it's they they say that it was linked to the assassination. In other words, this is something that was uh, produced. Uh, Ronald Reagan was an assassin. The attempt, the attempt, the attempt. I mean, but anyway, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try to auction off a vial of blood. Who's who is bidding on this? Like, That's a good what, question. I guess, like you know, what would you what would you do with a vial of blood? And also, you know, has right. it sort of been certified? It's dried blood. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even blood. What are you going to do with it? Well, you know, well, like, I remember... Point. Dry blood is of inferior quality. Well, I remember back when we were in middle school, um, you know, and, like, NSYNC and, and the Backstreet Boys were as big as they were, there was some kind of auction for, like, you know, one of those bands went and ate at, like, some restaurant, and somebody went and, like, jacked some of their leftover waffles or whatever, you know, on the plate from this restaurant and auctioned it off on eBay. So there was, like, the leftover waffles of, like, you know, whoever 
you know, Justin Timberlake or somebody like on auction. Well, that I totally understand. Well, but what would you, you, know, you I, would you then go and eat the waffle and then said you know you can say you have shared waffles with with NSYNC or, or do you preserve it and keep it in your kitchen or what do you do? No, because you eat it because then you turn into a boy band member. I see. Wait, can we go back to the part where you totally understand that? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to totally understand that. Look, I'm trying to that explain. Is, that is uh, absurd. You eat his waffles. You're gonna become him. You're like a clone of him, and then he has a lot of money that he makes from you know dancing around on stage and all that sort of stuff and and putting stuff in his hair so you know is it is it because they sort of by eating the waffle they sort of imbued it with some of their powers or do waffles sort of have this quality inherently what the hell are we talking about only belgian waffles (laughs) (laughs) since when did nsync have powers dude they they were on top of the charts Look, man. I mean, I think I think it's relatively clear that boy bands do have powers. I mean, you, tons of power. Think of this think of, conversation is absurd. Boy bands are absurd. The charts are absurd. You're all absurd. Hunter's, Hunter is just a little bit upset because he has nothing to contribute. A little sensitive about boy yeah, bands. Yeah, you know, you know what happened. Like, think, think about NKOTB, right? I mean, that was and and apparently they're back now too, right? Apparently they're. What the hell is NKOTB? What the shit is NKOTB? Are you guys where 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 did you guys grow up? It's New Kids on the Block. Oh. Right and so, dude, Marky Mark and Don, no Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, Who this was it? like this was like you know probably the first massive massively popular boy band now and but dude we were like four years old when that happened how do you know about them right so so they were they were like huge but now and then they i mean this is like i think maybe at the latest like the late 90s but now they're back hey guys let me ask you something ask away sir yeah what do you think about the way cows are treated on their dairy farms now that depends on the dairy farm yeah well there are some cows that get massages i'm reading this Okay. Chiropractic adjustment that included a full-length spinal massage. This is on a dairy farm. Mm-hmm. Lucky, a seven-year-old dairy cow had been walking with a limp for several weeks when veterinarian Sarah Gilbertson was called. Instead of prescribing painkillers, she tried an unusual form of therapy, chiropractic adjustment that included a full-length spinal massage. That's, that's, that's pretty dope for these cows. No, now, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all for you know not shoving blended cow brains and antibiotics up down a cow's gullet. You know, like I'm not the free sure. bread, free bread or free range stuff. That's good, but uh-huh. there's a recent tendency to coddle animals. What that person should have done is instead of calling a veterinarian, they should have okay. gone inside, gotten their shotgun, put a hole in Lucky's head, and butchered him. You know, Hunter would be a great dairy. no, <laughs> no more dairy cow. Yeah, so. Hunter is the kind of dairy farmer that would be not a dairy farmer for a long time because he killed all of his livestock. No, just the ones that can. Right, in, in, in anger. Look, yeah. If you fall behind, you're going to be eliminated. Some farmers have installed water beds for their cows to rest on, while others play classical music. Oh. This is fucked up. This whole thing is fucked up. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Get a well, little we... buck for milk production. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, let me just say that if I was a dairy farmer, I would personally massage all of my cows every day. I think you would do that even if you weren't a dairy farmer. Now, well, let me ask. <laughs> You're an expert in milk, I believe. <laughs> sure. Does uh, where does one purchase this milk? Like, like at milk from a cow that's been coddled in this way, coddled milk. Yes. Uh, I don't. The, the article doesn't say anything about that. I think you have to look for. You'd have to go online and find what dairy farm that the milk you're buying comes from, and then kind of backtrack it that way. Look, I, there is. Whether you're aware of it or not, an uh-huh. underground black market milk market. Is that right? Gospel truth. And now I know okay. about this because... Nothing but the gospel truth on Potside. Damn straight. I know about this because I am very interested in non-homogenized, non-pasteurized milk. <clears throat> which is illegal. You're very, to, you're very interested? To sell or purchase. Yes, it's damn good shit. I've had some overseas, but you just can't get yeah. it in the States. Now, my, Right, which is, which is a damn shame. It yeah. is a damn shame. And I've, I've tried, which has uh, led to some very awkward conversations at farmer's markets where I go and find the guy selling dairy. You know, I get all close and lean in and I wait for no one else to be there. And I'm just <laughs> like, yo, how you doing? After having invigilated him for a few minutes to yeah, try to assess you know, the situation. Yeah, you got to scope him out. You want to make sure he's not yeah. the man. Because if he's 5'0", 
you're busted. <laughs> and yeah. you, you can't run in an urban farmer's market because those things are packed. It's, yeah. it's difficult to... If you wanted to go and buy, say, crack cocaine, it would be a difficult approach. Like, how do you start that conversation? Yo, you got some crack? Yeah, you just want, you just want, hey, can I, can I buy some crack, please? This is even made doubly difficult by the fact that there's no euphemism for non-homogenized, non-pasteurized milk. So you got to say something like, yo, you got any non-homogenized, non-pasteurized milk? Which is a little awkward, let me tell you. Yo, you got some of that non-ho, non-path? <laughs> you got some of that NPMP chain milk MP? Now, Hunter, do you get the same thrill from asking for, you know, what might be called fresh milk um, that you get from, say, like, buying crack cocaine? No, man, nothing, no, nothing gives me a thrill, thrill anymore. Don't you think the unavailability of, of Nahopoho milk, or whatever we're going to call it, is because all the, all, the, all the milk producers in this country have sat down and agreed, okay, we're going to sell this stuff pasteurized, we're going to comply with all this FDA stuff, and that way we, no one's going to be allowed to do this Nahopoho, because then, because then they'd, everyone would flock to them and be like, oh, especially now when everything's green and earthy, and everybody was, I want to love the animal and play classical music for them. Big Milk has got this, like, they're, they're controlling all this. Fuck Big Milk. That's all I have to say. Fuck Big Milk. Can you, uh, just, just for my own edification, can you go ahead and introduce us? Sure. From sunny Pakistan, where they have popsicle uh, stores. No, fools. Do they have kiosks? That's in D.C. Hey, don't interrupt the introduction. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Get the introduction Wait, right. The, the popsicle country, Pakistan. <laughs> Ten-hour time difference. Ten-hour popsicle difference. Hunter, thank you for coming on Podside in episode two. I appreciate it. You're most welcome. Do you have a popsicle now? Mm, not that type of popsicle, though. Sure. And Adam from sunny... <laughs> thank you, Adam. Where are you from right now? I'm, 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 I'm from Houston, Texas. Is that... He's in his yeah. little sister's bedroom. I'm actually in my own bedroom, which is now my little sister's sewing room. That's a, that's a bit of a different matter. A sewing room? Live from his little yeah. sister's sewing room. It's Adam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and this is Podside in episode two. Number two, thank you for saying that. This is Podside in episode two. Was that high voice because you're in your little sister's sewing room? No, it's... I gotta say, though, I gotta say, nothing really wrong with a sewing room. I could do that. You gotta repair your clothes You sometimes. couldn't sew shit. I think I could sew something. I think what? Will would have a seamstress, a personal live-in seamstress. I think I would want to do it myself. I wouldn't mind having yeah. a personal live-in seamstress. You know, there's there's a decent amount of, of satisfaction to be had in sewing your own clothes. Yeah, but the other thing is, do we really live in a world where you're damaging your clothes, like, a lot? Let, let me observation and make. Since I've, uh... Be <laughs> what sort of English was that? <laughs> what sort of Yoda speak was that? Let me observation make... <clears throat> anyway, since joining joining us from uh, since joining I, us from Dagobah, the popsicle planet Dagobah. Listen, people. Since I've become gainfully employed and have been uh, residing in some nicer hotels that I could in no way afford by my own poor self, I noticed that one thing that comes standard is miniature sewing kits in your room. Now that don't make no sense, but somehow there's an industry out there that produces miniature sewing kits for hotel rooms that I guarantee you almost never get used. Well, you know, there's there might be the, I'll be a rare occasion where you know you need to sort of sew a button back on your shirt or something like that. Yeah, right? but you if you're in one of these those? places, you just you know call down, you hit zero, and you're like, yo, person who's supposed to wait on me, come take care of this. Truth, truth be told. This is a, a function of my onsetting corporate malaise. I have. Oh, uh, you got some malaise, yeah. I, I know my life is like a fucking Tennessee Williams play, but I've mm -hmm. recently stopped caring what I wear. Stella. <laughs> um, I've recently Thanks stopped caring what I wear to work, to the point of I've started wearing. I, I I've worn Chuck Taylors and Birkenstocks to the office. Did somebody just spill rice all over their keyboard? What was that? Well, Pakistan, the rice country. <laughs> no, popsicles. Get it right. Oh, my bad. Man, let me tell you, they do have some good food. Yeah? 
They understand what spices are. Do I not understand? As a guy who's never left the country, do I not understand spice? No, I, I'm sure you understand spice. You're from Texas. We have a, sure. a varied and... Um... Every day, every morning, every night, I'm loading up on ribs. So much potato salad. I got. I, I just shit straight potato salad now. Yeah? What about That's... what about pecan pie? Surely there's some of that in there. Uh, well, pecan pie already kind of looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be some really fragrant shit. Shit that was just potato salad. But fragrant, like that's like a good thing. That's like for flowers. Yeah, I like I like the smell of potato salad. Podside in episode two, the more fragrant varieties of shit. <laughs> the so if if Glade made a product, like what, what do you mean you like it? Again, I'm I'm I don't I can't participate in this conversation very much for obvious reasons. But right. if Glade made a product that smelled like potato salad, is that a thing you would purchase? Here's a comparative example, right? So. So you know those sort of hand sanitizer gels? So my little sister sort of recently produced a hand sanitizer gel that was peanut butter and jelly sandwich scented. Your hands actually, in fact, do not smell clean. They smell like you've just rubbed them all over bread, peanut butter, and jelly. Is that desirable? Do people want that? Just, well, you know... Oh, shit! Get the PBJ! Oh! <laughs> right? Woo! That, you know, that's not exactly what I would want my hands to smell like. Going out to the club, going to lather up with that PBJ. Now, there's mm-hmm. there's actually a company Ladies, that... extra crunchy. There is a company that makes interesting collisions of food and utilitarian items. Now, I'm on their website. They're called Epic Meal Time. They sell bacon-flavored spread, uh, bacon, bacon-flavored salt, actually, like, 20 what? different... Like, hickory bacon salt, pepper bacon salt... Natural bacon salt, jalapeno bacon salt, bacon popcorn. So this is bacon. They also sell... (laughs) I'm gathering that. (laughs) Bacon lube and a product called Whiskey Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just click on the explanation here. Epic Mealtime is pleased to announce the launch of Whiskey Dick, the world's first southern whiskey-flavored personal lubricant. You're welcome. This would be for all those, you know, those classy stand-up Southern debutantes who um, just can't get enough of whiskey. And tell us more about what Southern debutantes can't get enough of, Hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) NKOTB. Hunter himself, in fact. Donnie Wahlberg. (laughs) You have bacon-flavored salt, right, is what you were saying? Yes. So, so, but... The first thing I would describe bacon as tasting like is salty. So isn't that kind of like a circular flavor? Dude, like, your taste buds are fucked you, up. Well, yeah, you're probably right. The ba- bacon tastes like greasy bacon. No, no. The second the Venn diagram that Venn diagram doesn't make sense. The second thing you said is smaller is a smaller circle than the first. Okay, remo- bacon tastes like grease. I go just pound some grease, and then I'm thinking, yeah, bacon. No, grease just tastes like grease. But you're right about my taste buds being totally fucked up. That's tragic, sir. That's tragic. I, I find what I can. I got a new juice that I'm buying. What you got? Oh, this juice. This juice is sexy. It's one of those bolt house juices. Have y'all ever had those? No idea. Oh, no. really? Never? Don't believe so. It's the it's the it's the slightly cheaper version of the naked juice. Oh, this, okay. This bolt house. This bolt house is like a fifty-fifty. There's like carrots. There's every kind of basically they juice everything, and it's just you're it's. So good, and you're getting all this. I can feel the nutrients coursing through my body right now. To prepare for this podcast, I just boom a shot of that juice, and I'm ready to go. It sounds like it's sugar delivered in a vehicle of blended juice. Is the sort is the sugar a, a, an, an extra touch on the fruit, or is the fruit simply delivering to your body shitloads of sugar? The bottle claims there's no added sugar. I don't know if I buy that or not. Well, there could be like one of those natural sweeteners that's not sugar. I think that's probably what they do. Like agave or hunter or honey or something like that. Agave. Agave nectar. Oh, like the nectar. What else we have here? A uh, bit of kind of weird news. Mm-hmm. Um. So somebody swallowed a diamond. On purpose? Again in Canada. This is in Ontario. Got arrested. Um. They are holding the man who is accused of swallowing a twenty thousand dollar diamond for as long as it takes him to produce the evidence. It has been nearly a week since uh, this fellow, fifty-two years of age. Is it his own diamond, by the way? Um, well, he is alleged to have switched a diamond at Precision Jewelers and swallowed the real one. Uh-huh. 
So they're uh, just basically watching his stool for the next week. Yeah, he's been held at <laughs> he's been held at police headquarters while they wait for the 1.7 carat stone to pass through his system. Uh, apparently, he's gone to the washroom numerous times, but the diamond hasn't passed. A recent X-ray showed a pair of fake diamonds or cubic zirconiums stuck in the man's intestines. But because a diamond is translucent, it isn't visible. Dude, this guy swallowed fake diamonds to to, to like to throw off the trail. Look, I just have two words here. Exploratory surgery. Uh-huh. Get in him. Damn straight. Well, what if, what if he actually only swallowed cubic zirconium and not a diamond? You know, this doesn't make sense to me. Wait a minute. So they're saying that they cannot detect... They're saying that x-rays don't refract off of diamond, basically. Uh, the article doesn't use that terminology. Yeah, I thought x-rays... Well, the, well, it says translucent, but that's kind of... I mean, translucent really only applies to visible light, which x-rays aren't. Did they speak about whether or not the person has admitted or is denying this accusation? And also, how the fuck they know he swallowed a diamond? I mean, was this witness? Uh, it, it doesn't It doesn't clarify, but it does say the suspect is eager to get the ordeal over with and is cooperating. So I imagine he's just, like, shitting everywhere in the police station. He's just taking <laughs> You know, why everywhere. not? Like, you're one... Oper- you know, maybe, maybe it was just a whole sort of thing to have an opportunity to shit in a police station. In the early stages, uh, he was being given he was being given laxative type foods, which <laughs> imagine being imagine being the cop that has to go buy those, and is now but now he's being fed whatever he wants in an effort to get things moving. Well, well, no, I think the laxative type foods are what's going to get things moving. You pity the cop that has to buy the laxative type foods. I pity the cop that has to put on some rubber oh. gloves and dig through his shit. Oh, oh yeah. I guess they could just X-ray the shit. Because they're, they're well, already... they wouldn't find it either if they're not finding it in the body. Oh yeah, God, diamonds can't show up on X-rays. I didn't, I didn't. The implications of that. I, uh, someone needs to fact check that shit because that that just that don't make no make sense. sense to me. Yeah, yeah it's the uh, San Francisco Chronicle. How long do you think it's going to take this guy to pass the diamond? This is a week ago. Really... He's been he's been held a week. It must not be in there if it if it hasn't passed, or else it's just not going to pass. It, or well, like no, it it could be snagged somewhere, like. Yeah, it, in his guts. It, you know, it could be, like, caught up in a turn, and, Ooh. you know, it's not like he's going to digest it. Maybe maybe it sort of went the, down the liquid way. Ooh. Dude, it's all the same way. Bincado, you know nothing about anatomy. It doesn't work like that. There's not, like, a separate tube for liquids. What happens is that when you swallow <laughs> liquid, it gets directed into liquid tube. <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> system. And when you swallow solid food, it goes down the solid tube. Yeah. What are you guys talking You have about? two tubes. This is uh, the Bernstein Bears guide to exploring your body right here. Right. So, have, 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 either, have either of y'all ever ingested anything as interesting as a $20,000 diamond? Um, no, I was never a guy to eat stuff. Like, you hear about kids eating sand. I could never... I was always trying to not... I was... I was always trying to not put things in my mouth because of the germs. I would be worried about the germs on this diamond. Because what if mm-hmm. what if somebody already this guy didn't think this through? What if a new, a different thief had already eaten and shat out this diamond, and now this guy right. put it in his mouth? Right, that was lack of forward thinking on his part. He didn't didn't think it through. I must confess, I don't believe I've eaten anything as interesting as a twenty thousand dollar diamond. Have you? Not like a goldfish in middle school, Pac- say Pakistani or... popsicles. People. Get it through your thick skulls. The popsicles are in D.C. I'm going to keep calling back to that the entire length of the show. It's not going to go away. You can harp on the popsicles as much as you want, as long as we come back to fuck Big Milk. Hey, fuck Big Milk, but those cows, dude, those cows, they're getting it right. I would love to be a cow on that dairy farm. I would love to be a dude on that dairy farm who pretends to be a cow. Although then everyone would try to milk me. Things could be worse. (laughs) Uh, they're getting massages. They're listening to Mozart. Well, let's go back to this. You guys have heard of Kobe beef, right? Of course. Kobe beef is supposed to be this mythical Japanese beef where the cows are bathed every day. They do actually get these daily massages, and the beef is supposed to be amazing. And, you know, you go to, quote, nice steakhouses, or not nice steakhouses, like, uh, I don't know, Outback Steakhouse or whatever. They have their Kobe sliders for like $25 or whatever. And uh, I should clarify for the record, I don't go to Outback Steakhouse. Anyway, I just know this anecdotally. You haven't tried the new Bloomin' Onion? Fuck that shit. Um, Okay. 
it, and fuck it, Big Milk and fuck Outback Steakhouse. Though fuck Big Milk more. Anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so people have been paying a premium for what they consider to be quality beer. Um, yeah. It turns out they've been getting duped because the United States does not allow the exportation or the importation of any Japanese beef whatsoever, regardless of the circumstances. <clears throat> they haven't since 2010, and Japan, Kobe, Japan, doesn't allow their export. You cannot get. So we beef outside of Japan. So what have people been eating? Trash. Swill. It's junk. Yeah. The filth. Just awful, ordinary beef. Look, you don't know what you're eating when you go to these places like Outback Steakhouse. I don't go there, yeah. I don't go out to eat. Good. I only eat things that I slaughter myself. Good. Ju- so, I slaughter the juice. So what is... What is... <laughs> and then I, I drain it into my mouth. That sounds like an extremely manly activity. <laughs> yeah, juice slaughtering. What, what is Hunter the Gourmand's opinion of Texas beef? There's so many different types of Texas beef. But in general, oh, here we go. Look, having eaten beef around the world, not all the way around Everywhere. the world, but in several different countries, you have to admit that the beef that gets produced in Texas is high-quality beef. I'm not going to say it's the best, but I'm going to say it's up there. And their establishments in Texas... That really know how to cook steak. Also, what is up with this European tendency, desire to cook things well done? Why would you ruin any meat by cooking it all the way through? The desire is because everything over there has foot and mouth disease. Well, that's only in England. They everywhere they, they they cook everything all the way done. Every piece of beef over in Europe has the bubonic plague. I, They're trying to get the plague. I have Eastern European friends who will not eat a piece of meat unless it's black all the way through. That is a well, trap. What's the point of eating a piece of meat? I I agree with you. It makes me cry it's inside. Fucking tire rubber. Yeah, you just it's. I want to hear the echoes of the beef's mooing when I bite into <laughs> it. Well, you know, in some places now in England, you can you can get your meat blue, basically, which is this is a very new thing. Blue? What the hell is blue meat? Well, they they extremely it. extremely um, rare, basically. Why is it called blue? That's just what it's called. You've never heard that before. No, I haven't, because extremely rare meat, I believe, raw red. meat is red. It should be red. It's the opposite of that. It doesn't make any sense. What you're saying is doesn't make any sense. Now, this is just Adam being tainted by this foreign country that he's decided to call home. Pot side number two, Adam's taint. <laughs> it, it really is a tra- It's a tragedy to see the, this taint and to watch unfold. Mm, tell, us, tell us about your concern for me, Hunter. Taint concern. He has taint concern for you, and I do too. I appreciate it. You have... Elected to um, to molest yourself. Well, Hunter, in order in order to cure me of this, you're going to have to come to Texas and take me out to every good restaurant in the state. Dude, I I understand that you happen to be to be road tripping across parts of Texas in the upcoming future. May I advise that you take a slight detour, um, four or five hours, and make your way to Amarillo, which plays home, which is home to the. Uh, and it's a fine dining establishment called the Big Texas Steakhouse. Now, at the Big Texas Steakhouse, there is a, a cut of meat that I highly recommend. It's a 76-ounce bone-in ribeye. And uh, if you can finish it in under an hour, I believe you also have to eat a salad and a baked potato. You get it for free. And, and I could participate in this because when you order the steak, they... They seat you at a raised table, and they live webcast the event. Will you buy it from me if I fail? No. Why would I? Why would I pay for your failing at a challenge? Hey, Adam, let me give you an activity that's perhaps more healthy. This is local to you. This is a piece of local news that I want you to go check out. Because I don't know if I really buy it. A family, Houston area family, claims to see an image of Jesus in their moldy shower. Well, so I should visit their moldy shower and, and sort of confirm. The homeowner doesn't know if it's mold or mildew or what, but she knows in her heart what she sees, a likeness of Jesus. Are they? It's presence, not, with, are they, it's presence not without meaning. Are they allowing tours? I hope so. All right, Adam, if they are allowing tours, and I, I will pay for you to do this, 
including whether fines or any legal troubles arise from this. If you could take a tour and just have a small, like, three or four ounce bottle of bleach concentrate on you, mm -hmm. and then uh, <laughs> when, when you get into the bathroom, if you could yell something to the effect of, fuck you, moldy Jesus, and throw the bleach <laughs> on it, no, dude, yell, fuck Big Milk, and then yeah. throw the bleach on it. There you go, fuck Big Milk, and throw the bleach on it, and then, uh... <laughs> because that's immensely relevant. Run, <laughs> run and scream your way out of there. Neighbors have heard about it, but hadn't seen it until they were shown a picture. Uh, one neighbor said, Jesus, but it kind of looks like me. <laughs> he thought it looked like himself, that's nice. Um, another neighbor said, well, this is one of God's mysteries. Now, do we, is this moldy Jesus Caucasian? Oh, good question. Here's my thing. Clean your fucking shower. Like, truth, truth. You, why are you bathing? Why are you, they don't even know if it's mold or mildew or what. So they're just letting some foreign entity build up on their, clean that shit up. Well, now that they've determined it's Jesus, they're, they're not going to clean it any longer if they ever were. So what are they going to do? They're just going to live there until it's no long, It's until it's, the air is poisonous? I'm going to make a wild and crazy assumption that these people aren't bathing. Therefore, I think they're probably okay with a moldy, dirty bathroom because you can't smell a bad bathroom if you can't smell yourself. And if you stink, you can't smell yourself. I've, I've had mold in my house before, though. That shit spreads quickly. Well, you know, it's 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 interesting how the, how people sort of need to find the likeness of Jesus, like in their house or whatever. You know, like it's it's better if it's on toast or on a blanket or something. This is mold, guys. Like this is point point. This is bad for you. Oh, I found this. I found an image of Jesus in this cyanide. Like, it's, <laughs> like let's here. Let's all do, no. Don't do that. Don't have that cyanide. <sighs> people, man. People just. 2012 zombie apocalypse, like the end of the, the end of the universe. Actually, I think they found out when the end of the uh, not the end of the universe, but they found out when they estimated when the Milky Way galaxy is going to come to an end. When is that going to be? Uh, let me see if I can go back and find it here. Sure, surely it's not that far. Uh, off. New data collected by the Hubble Space Telescope proves NASA says that in four billion years, the Milky Way and the Andromeda galaxies will collide, or will pass each other by so closely that the gravitational force each exerts on the other will cause them to slow down to the point of merging. Oh, shit. The merger will be completed 6 billion years from now. So, 4 billion years from now, guys, we're, we're all human, hum, we're fucked. Fuck that. I'm going to have front row seats for that event, and I'll make sure I'm alive to the very end. Front row? But no, but you'll, from a safe distance, right? You'll, you'll be out of the Milky Way by then. Assuming I'm invincible, I'd be able to survive it. I think that if you are there 4 billion years later, that's an easy assumption. The real question is, does one experience this event sober? Or does one try to procure something like acid or some sort of psychotropic drug? Well, mushrooms. About... Get fucked up on mushrooms and watch these two galaxies collide. Is it necessary, though? And play the great gig in the sky. Like, these are these are all things that one must do. I'll add it to my bucket list. Actually, no. Play something that you're not going to get sick of for two billion years on repeat. Because this thing is going to take two billion years to completely happen. Well, there's only one thing I won't get sick of for two billion years, and that's new kids on the block. <laughs> Good point. Donnie Wahlberg, those sweet tones bring it back. And their new record is so fresh. Guys, the new the new NKOTB BKOT or whatever their acronym is is New Kids on Oh, I got it right the first time. New Kids on the Block. Okay. Yeah, yeah, NKOTB. <laughs> Dude, I've learned so much about them just in this podcast. You know all what I have to say to this? Fuck Big Milk. Fuck Big Milk. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg has a punk band now called Fuck Big Milk, which is really getting gaining a lot of traction. I would not mind recording some sort of musical sounds under the name of Fuck Big Milk. Yeah, it could be. It's a good band name. It could be fine. If we could, I don't know, throw some Molotov cocktails at a boarding truck, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there, people. That wouldn't be classed as domestic terrorism. Yeah. You know, I, you know what I saw the other day? Um, you know, okay, bumper stickers. I saw a bumper sticker said, "Trust me, I'm a yoga instructor." <sighs> now, is that okay? It's like, is that right? Putting aside the fact that I don't think we should trust yoga instructors automatically. Let's talk about the yoga industry. 
or as I'm going to call it, big yoga. <laughs> big yoga. <laughs> big yoga. Have you read... Now those people are getting massages all over the place. Well, sure. it, you know, it's interesting that you say that. Have you guys read any one of the slew of recent exposés describing how big yoga is in effect a sex pyramid scheme? I have not. Please tell us. Elaborate. Well, apparently, all these yoga instructors have to, like, get certified and recertified. So they go to these yoga retreats and shit like that. And it's just a bunch of people doing yoga and having sex. And the the head yogi, Mr. Big Yoga <laughs> himself, is uh, yogi just going around and, I don't know, soliciting these women. They're so, out in the woods doing this, right? Uh, there, I don't know where they are. They're so Big Yoga himself go. basically invented yoga as a pyramid scheme for him to get sexed up more. Now, this when you put it like that, you've really got to admire the man's ingenuity. Because <laughs> thousands of people pay Big Yoga significant amounts of money for him to have sex with them. He is literally the world's most successful gigolo. Hanging out with all the yoga, the yo yoga yoga. What are they? What do they call the followers? Yogis. The big yogi, and then a bunch of yogis, or is it is the plural yogi? I think they're probably called students. Do you have one yogi and many and like a flock of yogis? Or the yogites? Mm-hmm. Or is it like the singular and the plural the same? Like fish and fish. That's right? what I'm saying. Yogi and yogi. Yeah. Right. Look there's at a it. group. There's a there's a, a a gaggle of yogis. That group of hot young go yogi. I advocate moving on because I am very curious to know the, the things that Will put set aside for this. What does Will find interesting? Well, I, I didn't really set aside anything special. Just some, you know, yesterday, yeah. Today, it's, I'm having mixed feelings. Today should be a great day, and let me tell you why. Today is day after haircut day. I should be feeling... Now let me ask you, Will, before you go on. Okay. Did you actually get a haircut yesterday, or did you go to the studio, sit in the chair, not know what you want, and then leave? <laughs> no, Will knows what he wants. They just the studio, the studio, the barber shop, the, the studio, the hair studio. <laughs> That's not a thing. No one says that. Oh, they absolutely do. But maybe, maybe the salon, a hair salon. Ladies can go to a hair salon. I guess. I guess dudes can too. My point is, if you got a haircut or not. I did get a haircut. But the thing is, I'm, I'm only like 70% satisfied with it. What's the problem? Um, my haircut is so easy, right? Just a number eight all over. Just, just, it's quick, it's easy. Don't fuck it up. Like, how hard is it? But she, man, when she was trimming my temples, she got up on them. She, she got like, just, my temples are so thin now. My head looks more square on my silhouette as I'm looking at my silhouette on the concrete when I'm walking. Have you ever... It's a problematic... Have you ever haircut. considered shaving your head, Will? Just totally shaving it, no. Because I'm too pale. I look like a Q-tip or a cancer patient. <laughs> or a skinhead? <laughs> yeah, or a skinhead. Well, Will, did you carefully instruct her on how to cut your hair? What she did was this. The whole place... I don't understand. The whole place has mirrors. It's a barbershop, or as Adam would call it, a studio. It's a, it ha The whole place has mirrors. So the idea... You'd think they want you to be facing the mirror while you're getting your hair cut. So the first thing she does is spins me around to where I'm facing the middle of the room. Dude, fuck that. You should have gotten up and walked out right then. <laughs> I'm, facing, I'm facing the shampoo end cap in the middle of the room, and I'm looking at the other people getting haircuts. And I can't see what's going on with mine. And, and, like, and then she walks around the chair in that position. It's not like she spun me around to access my head better and then spun me back. She just left me there. So why'd she spin me in the first place? Just leave me at the front where I can see you getting all up on my temples, you know. And I and I like a and like a sucker. I tipped her, you know, two dollar. You gotta give him a two dollar tip. No, you in fact you gotta don't. do it. You do not. You gotta do it, cause then, cause then the next time I go in there, what am I gonna do? Find another place to get my hair cut. The next time I go in there, was this some special barber shop? You probably go to it. No, it's just a pr like it's super cuts it's just or a something. Pro cuts. Yeah, it's just a ordinary. I don't know what it is. It's just some place that's near my my. It, it, the, the next time I go in there, if I don't, t like, it's a disaster. Dude, why are you trying to impress this lady that you're hopefully never, ever, ever going to have cut your hair again? No, I'm not trying to impress, but inevitably, like, no, I'm going to go there again. She might cut my hair again. If she does, I'm going to say, like, hey, you know, take it easy on the temples. This story makes me sad inside. 
What am I supposed to do? What's the alternative? I don't want to go find another place to go get a haircut. Just what you gotta do is mo- go find a most... studio to get your haircut <laughs> in. Look, I don't know what the fuck a studio is. I ain't never heard of that. I, I have never heard of that. I don't know what that I is. I advocate you going to Google and typing in, I don't know, supercuts or whatever. Haircut? And uh, Google Maps and then seeing what turns up. Well, you could also just get your old electric razor and put it on number eight and shave your head at home. I've tried it. It's so hard. It's so hard to get the back cleaned up after that. Yeah, it's you really need hard. that nice line there and someone else has got to Gotta it. have a nice, slightly rounded. I always tell them slightly rounded, square or rounded. Fuck that, slightly rounded. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make a decision about square or rounded. I don't know what the back of my head looks like. I don't want people to... I want to be as indecisive about that as possible. Slightly rounded. There you go. Oh, the first entry, if you Google haircut... Is in finance a haircut? This is Wikipedia article. In finance, a haircut is a percentage that is subtracted from the market value of an asset that is being used as collateral. Man, that is grease, fucking up everything. It is amazing how grease's shittiness has permeated the world. What good has grease ever done? Music. That's all you got is music. Uh, salad. Okay, I'll give you that. Feta. You can get good feta from somewhere else. You know, I like I couldn't live without feta cheese. You would die without feta cheese. I would die. So would feta cheese be your desert island food? No, my desert island food would be that 50-50 bolt house, that sexy, sexy juice. Oh, so refreshing. Will has never really struck me as a juice type of fella. I'm into juice because, look, here's the thing. I'm getting older. I got to start watching what I eat. And I don't want to eat any fruits or vegetables ever. Well, have you seen your father? I have literally <laughs> seen your father sit down and eat five pounds of shit. And then be good to go. Looking for a diamond. He didn't even find it. No, like, I've literally seen your father consume, like, three pounds of shrimp covered in cocktail sauce. He should have x-rayed it first. Get up and burp and then just be totally fine. You ain't got nothing to worry about. He's, you know, I don't know. I got, I got, I've got dia, I've got diabetes on both sides of my family. I'm worried about it. Yeah. I'm worried about it. You know, I don't want to exercise. I don't want to actually eat right. I gotta, I gotta find these shortcuts. You know, leave will to the slices of bread and jars of ragu. Uh, let's, uh, how about some big questions? Do you guys want to do that? Okay. And, uh, we can analyze these. Telephones. Rotary or touch tone? Rotary. Nah, rotary takes too long no, to dial. No. You, let me tell you why. When all we had were rotary phones, you called somebody, you were speaking to a person, not some recording. When the Chinese are studying American civilization, there will be a moment, a tipping point in history, and that will be the introduction of automated helplines. Someone would have developed a, an automated line to be attached to a rotary phone, even if phones had stayed rotary. And how badass, by the way, would a rotary cell phone be? Like, make, like, somebody, you know, Samsung, make that shit happen. Samsung, Apple, whoever, I don't know, whoever the fuck making cell phone these days, make that happen. That would be sweet. They would, anyway, they would have developed a, an attachment to a rotary phone that would have a, an automated voice. Believe it. Possibly. Big, big, rot- big rotary would have figured it out. Big rotary. I think you're getting carried away, Will. I, I have a real passion Against Big Milk, and I think you're lampooning my my hatred of Big Milk. <laughs> I'm lampooning it. <laughs> yes. Um, flight or really fast? You want to fly, or do you want to just be able to run really quickly? What are we talking about? Like flying on a plane, or being able to personally fly? No flight. Person. No. <laughs> Everyone can fly on a plane. The ability to fly. I'm gonna have to go with flight. You know, I wonder whether. Flying or running really fast uses more energy. Running really fast, surely. Yeah, I mean, because flying seems like it could be a relatively kind of leisure mode of transport. So I would go with that, because, you know, you could kind of... Running really fast, you move your legs. Right. I mean, well, how do you fly? <laughs> you paddle it. You paddle in the air. <laughs> you do a backstroke through the air. It's a good workout. I'm going with, I'm going with flying. Yeah, definitely flying. But what if you need to, like, you're flying at ordinary ground, like, 
you're flying at the same speed that you that a human being can normally move. You don't want to run really quickly. Like walking or running speed, you couldn't exceed that if you had the powers. Yeah, because it, the moments when you really want to fly, you do it because it's faster. Because to me, the, cheap, the, the reason you want fast movement is, it, or the reason you want uh, fast speed is so you could dodge things. I'm not trying to, where am I going? I'm not trying to get anywhere in a quick amount of time. I want to dodge things. And if you're just flying at normal 10 miles an hour, you're just going to get shot. Like, they're going to kill you. They're going to shoot you out of the sky. So if you're going, if you're going around farmer's markets asking for milk, the great thing about being able to run around the world is I could run to a civilized country where I could get non-homogenized, non-pasteurized milk, run back mm-hmm. with it, and pour it on my cereal, and still not be late to work. Wait a minute. You're putting this on cereal? I thought you were drinking it like as a beverage by itself. No, normally I would drink it as a beverage by myself, but I could get it that Don't easily. waste that shit on cereal, dude. You could pour any old big milk product over Oh, false. Over, over your Lucky Charms. Look, hands down, interestingly enough, you use the example of Lucky Charms. What is the best part about e- eating a bowl of Lucky Charms? The charms? No, fuck that. <laughs> the milk that's left over. That deliciously tastes... That's the best Tasteful part about, about finishing a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch with the milk that's left over. I only eat 100% Kobe Lucky Charms, so we're probably <laughs> on a different playing field here. <laughs> that's all that's going in this mouth. Fuck big milk. You're not going to put any of that baking salt on top of it? I'm not going to put any of that whiskey dick in my, <laughs> in, my, uh, in my Lucky Charms. Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning, Billy. Here's your Lucky Charms. Mom, what the shit is this? <laughs> oh, fuck, I put my... My other thing in the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's... in 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 scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a bit hungry. I think I'm gonna go grab some some. We have these uh, recently baked gluten-free chocolate chip cookies. Opinions? Look, this. Let's go off on this. This is a a perfect subject. Fine, you know, like I understand people who have uh, celiac disease, right, which is being allergic to gluten. Yeah, but who had celiac disease 10 years ago? Well, you know, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is that I've heard that sort of people can build up an intolerance to wheat because so much of what we consume is wheat, is wheat-based, right? Like shitloads of gluten in it. And, you know, over the course of one's lifetime, you can actually become gluten intolerant because because of an overconsumption of it. You know what I have to say to that? Suck it up. That's what I had to say to that. Just suck it up. They actually taste and sort of have the exact same texture as chocolate chip cookies made with wheat flour. And I kind of, I've never had them before, and I kind of assumed that they would be different somehow, but they're a pretty good approximation. But let's just be clear. This gluten-free craze is another problem that cuts to the sickness that is eating away American society. Fuck Big Wheat. Fuck Big Wheat. That great SNL character, Big Wheat. <laughs> um, Guys, I need to tell you about something I did while Adam was talking about the gluten cookies. I, I stood up. <laughs> I No, no, I stood up just to kind of stretch. He looked at his cat and he moaned actually. <laughs> did you invigilate over yourself? I, I, I did this thing where I... I put my leg, I put my foot on the seat of the chair, and I was spinning the chair with one leg while I was standing on the other foot. And the backside of the chair was passing underneath my area, and I ended up just wrecking myself in the balls oh. accidentally. I'm surprised you didn't scream. Yes, okay, actually, I have a question. Um, are we still on the record, by the way? Do we need to go off the record? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, it, I suppose that's for you for y'all to decide. What does one do if one of one's testicles is hurting? If it's hurting? Yeah, like a cake, you know. Uh, you just give it a little massage. Wait, no. You know, you rub on it hold a up, bit. hold up. This is a, actually a deadly serious question. You could have what's known, what is medically termed testicular torsion. Torsion, got that torsion. Yeah. Fuck, that's scary, man. So wait, 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 what you're saying wait. is there was some, some heavy twisting going on at some point. Did you at any point today... Did you pivot aggressively? If one of your testicles twists around your other testicle, and you don't get that shit untwisted, professionally untwisted, you're a uh, professionally you're fucked. You have gotta fun. go. Gotta go to that dairy farm with the masseuses. You have four hours to get your your testicles untwisted. Um, does whiskey dick help with that? Whiskey dick would probably help. Do you need me to send you some? Because I can. 
at the very least, it would warm up the sensitive area. Is it a coincidence that the four-hour time limit for testicular torsion is the same as the Viagra time limit? I think you don't want to mess with your dick longer than four hours, or any parts thereof. <laughs> Too late! <laughs> um, Podside in episode two. Thank you for coming on. Popsicle Pakistan. Fuck Big Milk. Jesus Houston. Fuck Big Milk. Um... Go to the blogspot, podsiden1.blogspot.com. Go to iTunes. Just search for Podsiden. That's really all you got to do. Write a review. Rate the thing. Get in touch with me, podsiden1 at gmail.com. Download it to your iPhone. Put it on any. Put it on anything you want. It can go. This is an MP3 file. You download it. You can put it on your. Put it on your mobile device. Your rotary cell phone. Put it on your rotary cell phone. Your static device. Put it on one of those too. If you just want to sit there. And listen to the podcast, that's cool too. Fold something while you're doing it. Dance around. Pound some 50 50. Mm. Put on some whiskey dick. <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. take care of my kids.